Hey there, wellness warriors, and welcome back to another empowering episode of the 2% Solution Podcast. Today, we're embarking on a critical journey from nearly surviving to thriving in mental health. I'm Diamond Well, your host, and this episode is close to my heart as we unravel the tapestry of mental well-being. Let's start with a story. Picture this. A young man, overwhelmed by the world's expectations, finds himself at a crossroads. He's juggling work, relationships, an inner battle with anxiety. He feels alone, even in crowded rooms. His story is not unique. It mirrors what many of us face in our journey through life. This story isn't just a tale. It's a reflection of our collective struggle with mental health. On my journey, mental health wasn't always on my radar. A series of wake-up calls led me to focus on it professionally. I've seen firsthand the impact of ignoring our mental well-being, and I've just dedicated myself to breaking the silence around it. I had depression and social anxiety as a teen when I was battling morbid obesity. Later in my 20s, I turned to alcohol as a means to fit in and connect, but it only created more disconnect between who I was and who I wanted to be. Most recently, about six months ago, I was dealing with some uncertainties and big life changes and I found myself spiraling into a feeling of depression and heightened anxiety again. But a common misconception I encounter is that mental health issues are a sign of weakness or failure. This couldn't be further from the truth. Mental health is as crucial as physical health. Acknowledging it is a sign of strength, not one of weakness. But I didn't always believe that. If you listen to my TEDx talk, you, you know that I was... Well, rather apprehensive when it came to even opening up about some of my own struggles or even asking for help. And everybody, well, I shouldn't say everybody, a lot of us struggle with it. And I know six months ago with all these life changes that were going on, I struggled with just making it all fit. And I think that's something that we all deal with, right? It's that struggle with the juggle of life. And this is why it's important to know what our values are. Because when we align with values, it's a lot easier to say yes and no. It also gives us a little bit more confidence and predictability when it comes to making decisions. Because often, you know, when we're feeling depressed, it's about things that we can't change. And when we're feeling anxious about things that we don't know that yet might be coming, it's usually future-based. And a lot of the times my anxiety is over things that never, ever even remotely happened the way I was imagining it. And fortunately for me, I figured out ways to manage it. And I've gotten professional support when I've required it. We need to open conversations and education to create a more supportive environment. Breaking down stigmas starts in our homes, our workplaces, our communities. It's about normalizing these discussions and showing empathy and understanding. One of the biggest barriers is stigma. Many fear judgment or misunderstanding, making it difficult to seek help. Accessibility to resources and finding the right kind of support can also be challenging. Supporting a loved one with mental health challenges is about listening without judgment and encouraging professional help. Be present, offer empathy, and remember, it's a journey you're walking together, not fixing for them. It was about 15 years ago, I remember sitting on the couch with Christy, my wife, and at that time, I was really dealing with a lot of overwhelm, just, just in life in general. You know, I, I had learned to cope with a lot of 
this mental health challenges and some of these insecurities, well, really just masking them. And I masked them really well with alcohol. Or it was also a way for me to just ignore life in the moment, give myself a little bit of reprieve. But it was never actually doing me any good. In fact, it was actually bringing me back and, and causing a lot of other challenges that came through lack of motivation, having days where I just didn't feel up to it because my body was rebelling based on the alcohol I was putting in it. It was just really a, a challenging moment. And I remember Christy one night giving me space on the couch just to let me share what I was feeling uh, as well as thinking. You know, I, as we often say it at some of the men's groups I've facilitated, we'll open up with a question like, what's alive and real for you? And it's a really powerful question. You know, what's alive and real for you right now? Like, what is that thing that's on your heart, on your mind, like present right now? And it's very real, very alive. It's a serious present moment of something probably very significant. And I started to share with Christy. And this was our first time in our relationship. And at that point, we had been together, gosh, I guess about seven or eight years already. We already had two kids as well. And uh, I just opened up. I felt like it was kind of like verbal diarrhea. It was just like all over Christy, but she held space for me. You know, she was a most generous listener, you know, touching my thigh, grabbing my hand, just really being present while I just vented and shared everything that was going on. And you know what? At the end of it, you know, she, she's looking at me and she, and she did the best thing she could have. She said, thank you. For, for opening up with her. And, and also she said, it's going to be okay. We're going to get through this. You're going to be okay. And I love you. And I think you should speak to somebody. <laughs> and she was insinuating a professional, you know, and here I was, you know, about 40 minutes into this dump onto Christy thinking, geez, I just told you everything. Why did I go out to go talk to anybody else? I just talked to you. But that's the point. Professionals have a, a framework, have a system have schooling and a deep education and understanding how the human mind works and the human condition. And they deal with this stuff day in, day out. And you know what? It was the best thing I could have done. Literally, it, it was about four months, worked with a psychologist. I, I worked with a therapist for a little while as well. Um, but all said and done, probably six or seven months of, of working with a professional. And after that, everything was right as rain, you know? And, uh, but I, I embraced the work. I did a lot of work. You know, I was having a couple sessions a week and, you know, it was all in. I, I was treating it like a sport and I wanted to get better at it. You know, I really wanted to, to deal with these challenges that had been holding me back in life. And I guess that's the thing, right? Loved ones can hold space for us. They can be present for us. They can even support us in getting the help that we need, but they can't do the help for us. You know, there's got to be some space there. Whew. So anyways, supporting a loved one with mental health challenges is about listening without judgment. So remember that, right? And encouraging professional help. I, I recommend starting with small, manageable steps for everyday mental health self-care. Practice mindfulness or meditation, even just for five minutes a day. You know, there's great free apps like Insight Timer that have all these different time domains, different styles of meditation. So don't worry if you've tried some sort of breath work before and you're like, I didn't work for me. Well, try Try and try again. Believe me, there are so many different types of meditation and, and breath techniques. I know there's one out there for you. Just give it a try until you find one. As well as regular physical activity, a balanced diet, adequate sleep are foundational. 
And never underestimate the power of connecting with others, sharing your feelings, and seeking support when needed. And man, I'm talking to you. Find a men's group. Really, find one. They're so powerful and so needed. And it's wonderful to get around of other group of men that are modeling and mentoring one another through these challenging conversations. And you know what the cool part is? Rising tides raise all ships. And, and I've every, always encountered in these men's groups that everybody benefits from that relationship and showing up. And everybody sees improvements. It's really powerful to, to know that, you know, you always leave that gathering feeling better than when you got there. I have something exciting I want to share before we wrap up. If you want to dive deeper into this mental health conversation and you find yourself in Vancouver, I invite you to join us at the Vancouver Wellness Show for the mental health panel, at which I get to be on. That's super cool. I was asked to, to bring together some amazing people to be on the panel. And uh, it's, it's literally going to be so much fun. Um, I know it's sensitive to conversation, sensitive topics, but we're going to be there in a very proactive way to support everyone. So I'll share some of our own personal stories. Uh, so there's an incredible lineup of experts discussing how we can all move from surviving to thriving in mental health. The date is going to be on Sunday, February 4th from 2.15 to 3.15 p.m. on the Living Well stage. Uh, the panelists include Ras Contractor, Simone Lavelle, Pete Twist, Janice Bannister, and myself, Diamond Will. Uh, Ras Contractor is a renowned mental health advocate and speaker. With a psychology background and deep understanding of mental health challenges, Ras focuses on innovative approaches to mental wellness. He is known for his work in high-level thinking strategies and cognitive behavioral techniques, helping individuals navigate complex mental health issues. Simone, Simone Lavelle is a fitness and wellness coach passionate about holistic health. Her approach combines physical fitness with mental wellness strategies, emphasizing the interconnectedness of body and mind. Simone's work centers around empowering individuals to take control of their health and well-being through lifestyle changes and self-care practices. Peter Twist is a celebrated fitness and conditioning coach specializing in mental resilience in sports. His expertise lies in developing physical and mental strength, helping athletes achieve peak performance. Peter's approach integrates physical training with mental conditioning, promoting a well-rounded approach to athlete wellness. And lastly, Janice Bannister is a creative therapist and laughter coach. Her unique approach to mental health involves humor and creative expression. Janice believes in the therapeutic power of laughter and uses her skills to help people find joy and resilience through difficult times. Her workshops and sessions are known for their uplifting and transformative experiences. If you'd like some more information, you can email me at info at diamondwell.com. Those are also in the show notes, the contact information, because this is going to be a session you don't want to miss. And as we close today's episode, remember that mental health is a journey, not a destination. Each step, no matter how small, is a victory. Keep striving for that 2% better each day and know you're not alone. Together, we can create a world where thriving is the norm, not just surviving. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. If you found value in our conversation, please share it with someone who might benefit. Let's spread the word and the wellness. Until next time, stay strong, stay positive, and keep growing towards a better you.